Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. It is Monday morning, so it's now time for our Monday morning discipleship podcast. Want to wish you all a happy new year. Um, This is our first podcast in 2021. And so we're excited um, that the Lord has allowed us to to make it over. Amen. And so, um, you know, everybody didn't make it. And so it's a blessing to to be able to share in the new year um, and and share a few thoughts with you all. And as we always do on Monday morning discipleship. Now, here's here's what I want to do on this week. Um, We do have a new series. Um, You know that uh, if you've been following uh, particularly our Monday morning discipleship, you know, we've been doing a lot of the series lately. And I found that that was uh, that's effective uh, in kind of walking us through certain uh, aspects of, of, of not just the word, but uh, our living. And so um, uh, we've been doing a lot of series lately. We're going to start a new series. We're going to start that on next week, though. And I'm going to tell you about that um, at the end of today's podcast. But I do want to share a thought with you all as we're uh, arriving here in 2021. I do want to share this thought with you all. Um, concerning faith. And uh, the new series is kind of going to be along those lines. But again, I'll I'll give you more information on that at the end here. But I want to share a thought with you as we head on into 2021 about faith. And uh, listen, if if there's anything, and I've mentioned this before, I'm sure, but if there's anything that tried our faith or that will try your faith, it's going to be something like the year 2020, something like what we just came out of. Uh, for the Christian is a great test of faith. And let me say this, uh, particularly as a minister, um, you know, we get a lot of questions uh, about God when 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 things happen the way they happened uh, over the last eight, nine months. Uh, we get a lot of questions about God and about faith and how we can remain strong and how we can, you know, kind of keep going in the midst of everything that's happening. There's a lot of uh, why God moments. Um, I've, I've said this before, and I, I said it in a sermon that I preached on yesterday. And I've often told people this. I said, you can't have a but God praise without a why God predicament. And we often like to say that, you know, we like to say, you know, this happened, but God, you know, I went through this, but God, they tried to do this to me, but God, right? And that's a moment of praise that, that we're saying, you know, God brought us out of whatever it is that, that we we're talking about. But in, in analyzing that, I said that you can't have a but God praise without a why God predicament, meaning without having a moment saying, God, why am I? Why? Why is this happening? God, why am I going through this now? God, why do I have to deal with this? And as we came uh, through 2020, there was a lot of why God moments. Uh, there was a lot of moments where, you know, people were saying, Lord, why is this happening? Why is this going on? Why this virus? Why, you know, racial tension still <laughs> at this moment? Uh, why so many things happening politically? Why the financial struggle? You know, why God? And so there's a lot of questions about why. And listen, again, as a minister, I had to field a lot of those questions. 
Like, why do, why do you think God is doing this? Why do you think God is doing that? And let me say this before I, I share uh, the rest of my thoughts today that I want to share with you all on faith. Um, I'm not one and, and I'm not trying to knock anybody. I'm not trying to pick on anybody. But I wasn't one that was trying to figure out what to say to people. Oh, this is why God has allowed the virus. Well, this is why why God allowed it. This is why, you know, and I, I, I didn't try to prophesy or anything because that's not what I do. And again, I'm not knocking anybody or their gifts or whatever they feel their gifts are, or whatever the case may be. I know how to stay in my lane. That's not what I do. But one of the things I did say about that last year that we came through is I said, while a lot of us, I think I shared this on my radio broadcast and I may have shared it here. A lot of people are trying to figure out why God did X, Y, and Z. And I've often said that God can allow one thing to happen for multiple reasons. And so instead of us looking for one thing, one reason that God allowed X, Y, and Z to happen, there may have been multiple reasons why God did what he did. Case in point, I, I thank you, Holy Spirit. I'll just use one example. There's plenty of examples in the Bible, but I'll just use one example. When God sends a flood and he, and he, and he tells Noah, you know, my spirit will not be with man. I, man has gotten evil. And I'm going to wipe man out. But I'm going to save you and your family. And save mankind, right, with this flood. There are multiple reasons for the flood coming, right? Just, and, and I'll do this, this quick, 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 quick Bible, Bible study here. Then I'm going to read what I have for you all today. And then we're going to get out of here. If you think about that flood, God said that man has become evil. It's, it's it, as the Bible used the word, it repented God that he had created man. I'm going to wipe them out, but I'm going to save Noah. And his family. With that flood, God wipes out what he sees as evil mankind. But he also shows his grace and his mercy by saving Noah and his family. And in a sense, restarting civilization. So you have one flood that's designed to wipe out mankind. But in the midst of that moment, that horrible moment for the rest of the people who were not on the boat. In the midst of that, you also see God's grace and mercy. So one thing is happening, right? For multiple reasons, because God's grace is shown through him saving this family. So, so I said all that to say, and again, there's so many, uh, there's other examples popping in my head, but that's not what we're here for. But, but that's just to give you an idea. And so the point being, Instead of us trying to figure out the one reason that God allowed so much stuff to happen last year, I'm going to submit to you that there were multiple reasons that God allowed a lot of stuff to happen. And I said aloud because a lot of people have, have tried to say the virus is, is, you know, came from God. Some people say it would never come from God. It's too evil and so on and so forth. I've said this to you all before as well. It doesn't have to come from the hand of God to be guided by the hand of God because God is in control of everything. So even if God didn't uh, send the virus from his own hand, he allowed it to happen. 
right? Because he's sovereign. He's in control of everything. And so the point being, y'all, is that you, you, we had this why God moment in 2020. But listen, those of us that made it over into 2021, we've got a but God praise. Say, if it were not for the grace of God, I would not be here. And by the way, and I always have to stress this, that does not mean that people that left here did not trust God, did not believe God, that God did not love them, right? But God does what he does because, as I mentioned, he's sovereign. So as we go forward into this new year, and I, listen, again, we, we flipped these calendars. I just got done recording a video concerning this, and I made this statement, and I actually brought this up again in my sermon that I preached uh, earlier today. And I'm stressing to people, because a lot of us, we said, hey, man, I can't wait until this year's over. I mean, we, we've had, you know, coronavirus. We've had Kobe Bryant dying. We've had Chadwick Boseman dying. We had so many other things happen. We had financial ruin. We had ridiculousness in, in Washington that's yet still going on. And that's going to actually support the point I'm getting ready to make here. But all these things happen and we say, I will be so glad when 2020 is over. Now, listen, I remember saying the same thing, y'all, in 2016. 2016 was a year that I saw, we saw a lot of celebrities dying. And again, you, those of you who know me, you know that, that the chief among them for me was Prince. That was my guy, right? So Prince dies in 2016, which really torpedoed my whole 2016. But see, here's, a, here's another thing that, again, you got to know me a little bit better to know about this. Uh, I lost Prince and Muhammad Ali in the same year. Muhammad Ali is another hero of mine. I lost Prince and Muhammad Ali in the same year, a couple months apart, actually. Right? Prince more of a surprise, but Muhammad Ali had been ill. And I remember getting to the end of 2016 and saying, I, and there, there's so many other deaths that I, I can't even recall all of them now, but celebrity deaths, people that, that impacted me. And I remember getting to the end of that year saying, I can't wait till 2016 goes away. And I don't ever want to see anything like this again. But man, when you see what happened in 2020. But here's the point I want to make to you all as we get ready to talk about faith just for a few minutes. Again, a lot of times we're sitting back and we're waiting. We're waiting. And we're saying things like, I can't wait till this year is over. Let's flip the calendar. And listen, it doesn't even have to be a year like 2020. Some of you may be listening to me right now and you've had some other years that were just personally terrible for you. For, for me in particular, uh, 20, 2012, I lost some very close family members in 2012. And the blessing was at the end of that year, my second son was born and he was my ray of light. But, but still, I was saying the same thing, 2012, my goodness. So, so some of you have, may have not have had to have, you know, a 2020 type year where everybody was like, we're sick of it. Some of you personally may have had some years that you can think about right now and say, man, that one year I was ready, flip the calendar, let all this stuff go away. But I took the long way to this point here. And, and I said, I, I made this, this point in a video I just shot. I made this point in a sermon that I preached on today. The devil did not retire because the calendar flipped. The devil did not give up because the calendar flipped. You know, we came out of that series on prayer and fasting. 
And I shared with you all that the Lord put me on prayer and fasting for the last two months of the year, as far as my radio broadcast, as far as his podcast is concerned, because he said to me, they're going to need to pray. They're going to need to fast on into the new year. Now, the point being, again, the devil does not care about the calendar, your troubles and your problems and your issues and all of the stuff that happens in life. It does not care what time of year it is. The devil wasn't sitting around saying, oh, my God, I got to give them all the trouble I can, because once uh, July or January 1st comes, I'm going to be obsolete. I'm going to be done. No, the devil did not retire. There's, there's still problems. If you have not noticed, when January 1st came, the virus is still real. In fact, numbers are getting worse. The chaos in Washington is still real. It's still going on. It's going to keep, it's going, to keep going on. People in financial straits are still yet in financial straits. Never mind the little $600 that the government sent them. That's not enough to get you out of financial trouble. So when you think about this, again, as we're heading into the new year, it's still going to be tough. We're still going to need our faith. So let me read something from you. Let me read something for you, rather. I want to read a couple of things uh, for you from my book, Going Through to Get Through. It's the book on faith. I'm going to read a couple of paragraphs here, and then I'm going to tell you about this new series that we're going to get out of here on today. So here's the thing. I, let, let, me, let me do the scripture first. Familiar scripture, Isaiah chapter 40. I'm going to read verses 29 and 31. Isaiah chapter 40, verses 29 and 31. King James Version says this, He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. That's verse 29. Verse 31 says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Familiar stuff, right? So, but, but, but these verses here, and I'm going to read some, some paragraphs from this book. These verses are dealing with endurance. They're dealing with us going through, if you will, to get through. If you, let me go back again. I, I want to make sure that you get, it. I want to make sure you understand what we're saying here. Verse 29, he giveth power to the faint. When you, when you're running out of power, God gives you more power. And to them that have no might, he increaseth their strength. For those of us who are tired of 2020, God says, I'm going to give you strength. But listen, he's going to give you strength because he knows you're going to need it because there's more battles coming. They that wait upon the Lord, waiting upon the Lord means serving the Lord, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. We're still going to have to run. We're still going to have to walk, but God's going to give us strength. Let me share a couple of paragraphs with you from here, and then we're going to get on out the way. Waiting on God. This is from my book, Going Through to Get Through. Waiting on God is not easy, especially when things are difficult. But faith tells us that he will come through. Faith tells us that he will never let us down. His history of always renewing us should be all the proof that we need. So as we go into this new year, again, your problems don't cease because January 1st came. 
Some of you know this very well right now because you're listening to this podcast on January 4th. And you know that some of that stuff that that you were dealing with last month is still there. But here's the thing, y'all. God has a history. This is what I always tell people concerning faith. How many times has God come to your rescue? He has a history. And understand that God keeping you does not mean that you always get your way. I mean, God enables you to survive some things. You may not want some stuff to happen to you, but it happens anyway. But God gives you the strength to survive it. And so, again, y'all, I've got history with God. So I always tell people I got history with God. Kelly, how do you remain so optimistic? And I said, everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to work out. How do you know everything's going to work out, Kelly? I said, because it always does. I can't think of a time where it didn't work out. Well, I can think of plenty of times where it didn't, where I didn't get my way, but there was never a time where it didn't work out. Not me trusting in God. It always works out. I may not get my way, but God's way is better than my way. Right? Let me read a little bit further here. I got two more things I'm going to read. Then I'm going to tell you about this new series that we get out of here. As we look to activate our faith, we must understand that doing so doesn't ensure us, watch this, of smooth sailing on the rough waters of life. We shouldn't look at faith as some sort of safeguard against all the issues that the faithless have to face. We all are facing the same kind of stuff here in the world. Us that have faith, those that don't have faith. This faith does not ensure you that it's going to be smooth sailing. If I can say something here, right? Faith doesn't ensure you of smooth sailing, but it ensures you that God will get in the boat with you. It ensures you that you won't be sailing through rough waters by yourself. And our desire ought to be, Lord, be with me. As I've shared with you all before, Peter walking on the water, never ask God to stop the storm. Never ask Jesus to stop the storm. He said, I just want to come out here on the water with you. He seemed to understand on some level, if I'm with you in the storm, I'm good. Never ask him to stop the storm. He just said, I just need to be closer to you while I'm in the storm. Last paragraph. Let me share this with you and then we're going to get out of here on today. We shouldn't look to try and avoid a storm that we're meant to go through. Storms come, one of my pet phrases, storms come to test the stability of things. And it's in the storms of life that we find out where our strengths are and where our weaknesses are. But it's also in the storms of life that we find out that Jesus will show up in the most amazing way often walking to us in the midst. As I just shared with you, in the middle of that storm, in the middle of that rocky ocean where those disciples were on that boat, Jesus came walking towards them. And as I've often said, sometimes when the storms of life come, people will walk away from you, but it's a blessing to know that in those moments, God is always walking towards you. So what am I saying as we head into a new year? As long as you're breathing on this side of heaven, the storms of life are going to come, but they're always passing over. There's no such thing as a a stable storm. There's no such thing as a stationary storm. The storms of life are always moving. And even for everything that we've dealt with in 2020, that storm is still yet moving. And maybe it's not moving as fast as we want it to, but it's still a moving storm. 
And so we're going to have to endure. We're going to have to go through. And again, I don't want you all to not be optimistic about 2021. I know last year was rough. I don't want you to not be optimistic, but I also don't want you to not be realistic. Be realistic and understand that the truth of the truth be, to be told y'all, we're actually still in the storm. That calendar didn't change anything. We're still in the storm. We're going to have to endure. And when God pulls us out of the storm, God is not looking at a calendar saying, I got to have them out by this time. He'll pull us out when it's time. He'll pull us out, as we like to say, in due time. We just have to endure. So I want you to be encouraged as you go into this new year. You know, have your faith, keep your faith. Again, you're going to need it. Because the devil has not retired. He has not, you know, he hasn't given up. You're going to need your faith. You're going to need it in 2021, just like you needed it in 2020. But just know that if you have faith in the right thing, and you put your faith in the right place, God will see you through. So listen, let me tell you about this new series, and I'm going to get out of here because I'm at 20 minutes, 21 minutes right now. This new series, I'm going to start this on next week. And I wanted to just have that moment with you all today. Um, and then we're going to kick off the series on next week. Trusting God in season and out of season. And again, this is a, this is kind of a perfect kickoff to what we're going to be talking about. And I don't know how long we're going to do it, but we're going to talk about trusting God in season and out of season, how we can trust God when times are good, when times are bad, when we're up, when we're down, because by the way, your faith does not just need to be in God when you need him to pull you out of something, Right. So we're going to talk about that. That's going to be our new series. We're going to start that on next week. Trusting God in season and out of season. I'm excited uh, to share this with you all on Monday morning, discipleship rather. So I hope that you all will join us for this series. We know some of you uh, reached out to us and told us you enjoyed the series on prayer and fasting. So um, we're hoping that you all will join us in this new series, in this new season. Trusting God in season and out of season. That's all the time that we've got for this week. Let me give you our tag as we always do. Uh, if you'd like to keep up with us, check us out at the ministries website, ministries website, www.krjministries.org. One more time, www.krjministries.org. If you'd like to purchase any of our written work, um, our latest work there is where's my change. And so we encourage you um, to check out the publishing website so you can order yourself a copy of that book. Where's my change publishing website www.krjpublishing.com one more time www.krjpublishing.com as always we encourage you to like follow subscribe to this podcast share it with your friends and family if you think it's been a blessing to you and we will definitely definitely appreciate you doing that that's all the time that we've got for monday morning discipleship we hope that you enjoyed what we had to share I would look forward to sharing with you all on next week in our new series, Trusting God in Season and Out of Season. That's all the time that we've got for this week. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer. And we'll see you all on next time. Be blessed.